the smile, the laugh, the loyalty of the 20, and the mixture of henny and deep memories that invade me has set the stage, see, because the poor decision-making brings clarity, and it's meant through all sincerity. Souls around the world search to find the 20 due to something that's empty. And let's not begin the topic of dime a dozen because you get caught up in investing in what you thought was real but wasn't. Careful what you take for granted because with the 20, you can do damage. And I had it. Why is it such a battle to do what's right? By what's right for you will be as patient as a sick patient. How could you expect them not to move? In this life, your reality is the results of your choices. All the bad ones, I've made plenty. One that I'll always regret as I sit and reflect is fucking up the 20. Let's start the show. Nah, society, nation, welcome back, family, good people, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, wherever you're listening to. Thank you guys for tuning in, back to the society. The last couple of weeks has been crazy, y'all, as y'all can see, but we are back, man. It's going to be a little bit of a um, different show, man, but it's going to be a good one. Stay tuned, check it in, man. Glad to be back with y'all. I missed y'all. Stay tuned. Yes, sir. All right, man. To the society. Welcome back to the Not Society Podcast, guys. Of course, it's man, your host, Reggie, moving forward. Just want to check in and let you know that uh, I'm good, man. Let all my listeners know out there, the viewers, wherever you're listening to, wherever you're checking in to, man. Um, the society is still going strong. You know, of course, life throws you a lot of different turns and curves and things like that, right? Sometimes you're forced to adjust or, you know, you you lay down and, and kind of think about some things for a while, man. It's been a real enlightening and rough kind of couple weeks, you know, both uh, professionally and personally. So what we're doing now is, um, you know, we're, we're transitioning to some of the shows to to be a little bit more informative and a little bit more close to home, right? <clears throat> so before we get into all that and start talking about the topic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, uh, just want to welcome you guys. Like I said, back, man, be sure you hit that subscribe button. And um, if you have anything you want to talk about or you have any comments or, you know, topic ideas or just in general feedback, man, be sure to hit us up. Go to the website at www. Nasociety.com, that's N-A-S-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y.com, or you can send us an email at Nasociety2020 at gmail.com. Also, give us a call, 773-217-3886. Shoot us a text or leave us a message, man. Uh, We're trying to do a little bit more expanding now. I'm trying to get back to the ball of, of moving forward. You know, sometimes when you get hit with a right hook, unexpectedly, you know, you have to adjust, right? So that's what we try to preach here a lot. Um, we got a, a lot of different um, guests coming on. 
we got a lot of different venues that we're doing pretty pretty soon. So let's speak on that. Uh, starting on April the 5th, 2021, um, we have the Say What's Real platform, the Young Man, the Young Male Mentorship Club platform, right? So it's going to be going forth starting on April the 5th, right? Um, the Say What's Real platform is basically for teenagers between the age of 15 to however, you know, uh, I don't want to put a cap on it. I don't want to say you have to be 15 or 19 because there are youth out there that still, you know, in their 20s, their young 20s, or maybe even up to 25, they're still looking for a platform to come vent or talk about what's going on in them. You know, the streets, their community, their family, their finances, their relationship, you know, anything with no judgment. Right? I think the more opportunity we give our youth to have a platform to say what's real, and not feel judged or feel like there's going to be a backlash. I think that'll lessen a lot of the problems that we're having in our communities. And, you know, um, they would kind of bring us more to understanding that where we could be one and not feel the disconnect, you know? So that's to say what's real platform that's starting on April the 5th. Um, and like I said, if you got any questions or if you want to sign up, a sign up sheet is going on right, right, right now. Um, but if you want to, Know more information about it. It's on the website. Uh, we'll check it out, lostsociety.com, or just give us a call or shoot us an email. Right? Uh, we got some people signed up already. I think it's going to be a great, a great look. It's called the Say What's Real platform, man. It's for young males that's looking for an outlet to come meet up at an event, meet up at a section, and talk about some things. And it's not just once, right? So once it starts, we're going to be doing like weekly updates. We're going to have a a board where we can connect with everybody, put everybody in a group chat, uh, set up events like basketball tournaments, things like that. Just things that we can do outside, you know, because it's not always about being indoors and just venting because that's good. But it's also building a brotherhood and a camaraderie, right? Uh, myself, I got a couple other guys that's going to um, come in and speak to them, you know, um, a very good pastor friend of mine. Uh, some real some real prevalent black men in the community that's going to be a part of this. So uh, I'm, I'm grateful to announce that, that that's happening pretty soon. Um, and with that, you know, we actually just did a show with Thinking Outside the Box. Also, be sure you subscribe to that. The Thinking Outside the Box podcast is TOTB underscore show on YouTube on the NDTV network. Just type in Thinking Outside the Box. Actually, if you already um, downloaded the app, NDTV network it's free totally free of course download the network you're going to see a bunch of shows that we got on there um the ndtv network man has, has really been building big they have a lot of uh comedy series on there have a lot of movies um a lot of different other podcasts a lot of shows you know it's really growing rapidly so if you want to download that that app you'll find us there or go on youtube check out some of our shows but we just did a show this upcoming this last saturday um called uh, the deadly disconnect about the disconnect between the youth and the older generation right what is what are we missing that's you know that's uh, causing a disconnect so um we had some some good guests on the show man um shout out to the brother that came in and, and spoke some good gems but that's what that's what we got going on with that man so like we got to say what's real pocket i'm gonna say what's real platform coming up pretty soon um so be, you know, stay in tune for that. Also, so we got that going on starting in April, right? 
the Inmate Lives Matter initiative that's going on. That's pretty strong. So I want to say to the people that's been sending emails and sending inquiries about it, you know, um, thank you guys. You know, we've been getting some good feedback from it. Um, there was a question that came about as far as um, what are the criteria, right? So I'm going to just reiterate. If you know someone that's locked up or incarcerated, whether it be in, in prison or in jail, uh, fighting the case or not or whatever, it don't really matter, you know, um, don't matter the gender. It could be male or female. It could be teenager or senior citizen. It don't, you know, there's no, there's no certain standard of looks when a person needs assistance, right? So... Um, they don't have to, you know, be black or white, Mexican, you know, any of those things. So to the person that sent the email inquiring about that, um, yeah, there's no standard of how it's supposed to look. You know, if the person is incarcerated, then they up there, they're qualified. Now, while we also ask that you send us, um, their information, right? Where they are located, et cetera. Um, because we want to get clearance to ask them is, if it's okay, you know, to, to send them these things, the, the sanitizer, the shower shoes, the deodorant, you know, soap, et cetera, et cetera, toothpaste, things they may need, right? Um, so if you're interested in that, or if you want to donate to that, a link is also on the website. So go and check that out for sure. Um. This upcoming weekend, I will be on the Jay Rilla Blast uh, podcast, talking more about some stuff that I just mentioned, you know, about the upcoming events we got going on, um, and things like that. Uh, we also going to have a special guest coming in there. So, um, you know, you guys, be sure you subscribe on that, man. Just go look it up on, I think it's Believe It's on Spotify uh, or on YouTube, I'm sure. But, um check out that as well and um like i said if you're not already subscribed to the thinking outside the box podcast which i am on as well you know be sure to do that so basically man i just want to like i said man i'm i'm trying to do a lot of things it's been really rough you know um but you know part of being human is being able to um stand in your truth and walk in you know the things that you're dealing with and keep moving forward right the whole idea of um, taking on task and, and getting situations that handed to you is how you respond to it. Right. I think the biggest thing that I've realized in my own life is that, um, I'm very prideful, you know, I've always been very prideful. So when things happen, I kind of go into a shell, you see what I'm saying? Um, so I'm learning how to use things like reaching out to, uh, you know, uh, other brothers or, or guys that I know or men that I know that's will hold me accountable. You know, a really good pastor friend of mine uh, or talk to him or I just get back and have it praying and doing meditating and self-evaluation and things like that. You know, um, I mean, I, I, be, I began the show talking about the 20. I mean, there's a lot of different things that, you know, you come to a realization as a man, as a human being in general, uh, about what you've done in the past that affects your reality moving forward, right? And that could be with business, that could be with health, that could be relationships, that could be with children, that could be with uh, finances, right? That could be in just anything that you have to make a decision about. You, We often don't take the time to really dissect those decisions. We act off emotion. And that can cause 
a lifetime of pain. So um, those are the things that's pretty much one of the topics that we're going to talk about tonight is that, you know, you guys can chime in. I got the chat going. Um, I'm not really going to respond to a lot of them, but feel free to, you know, comment on, on what you, you know, anything that you're hearing or you want to talk about or whatever like that. Right. Or also just send us an email if you want to do it that way too. But I'm not really going to be um, too into the chat tonight, but just going to be just talking to you guys from the real, you know, I know you guys haven't heard from me in a while. I haven't heard from you guys in a while. Um, just adjusting to a certain, a lot of different things. Right. But we're going to be talking about, um, life, right. In life, especially we're talking about not being a statistic and standing about the stereotype and just overcoming a lot of different things that we've done or decisions that we made. Right. So we're asking, and we're just talking about tonight, what decision have you made in the past that is really affecting your future or really affecting you moving forward right now? You know, in the past doesn't have to be necessarily, um, you know, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, it could be 10 months ago, it could be 10 weeks ago, you know, I mean, hell, it could be yesterday, you know what I'm saying? I mean, what do you, what have you done? What's some decisions that you've made that you uh, wish you can do over, you know? I want to say regret. Regret is such a word that I try not to use because um, in life you make many decisions, you know? It's hard to pick point one and say, damn, I regret that. You may feel like you want to do things different, but the regret word is something that you got to be careful with. So you two guys tell me, what's some things that you did or decisions that you made, choices that you made in your past that you feel like, man, I should have did that over. I should have rethought that. I should have moved differently with that, right? Um, I know for one, especially when it comes to you know, when we're, we're, we're kids, like when we're teenagers, right? Um, I talked about this uh, last week about um, the importance of, you know, your credit score, you know, uh, establishing credit or actually being uh, cognizant of what that even means, what that even looks like, you know? Um, we talked about it before about how when you're a youth, sometimes growing up, your parents are using your credit score you know, I mean, using your credit to, you know, put they put the lights in your name or whatever, you know, not knowing that it's going to affect you moving forward, but they're just trying to make it day to day. You know what I'm saying? It's trying to. So, and then when we get in high school, um, there's not a class about how to, um, you know, you know, what to do about your credit, you know, what, to, what is a credit card actually for building a line of credit or, um, you know, not when you're not paying bills, how it can affect your credit or, um, you know, it's even like doctor bills, hospital bills, et cetera, college um, tuition. Um, you know what I'm saying? The things that we need to be aware of that can affect our credit in a negative way and a great way. Um, so that that's something that I feel like is a big thing when it comes to them. I should have made better choices with that, you know. Um, that happens a lot. And then also when you're thinking about decision-making because, you know, we all go through a growth mentality, right? And as easy as it says, it's not always easy to do the right thing. You want to do the right thing. You want to make smart decisions and things like that. But when you're in your thoughts and your emotions, sometimes you feel like, okay, this is the right thing to do in this moment. Not thinking about the long-term effect of it. 
you know, and that goes for women, men, kids, etc. Right. Taking the time to think about things before we actually move forward. It is very hard, you know, but I think owning up to it and knowing that I went through it, I made the decision. I don't want to make this decision again because I don't want to feel this way again. It's where we get to a level where we're, we're seeing that, okay, now we're growing. You know, we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to do things that we wish we could have did over again, but it's a learning experience. And I think that word learning experience is kind of undervalued, you know, because everything in life that you do is a learning experience, whether it's good or bad, but we highlight the bad because the bad is something that happens over and over again. You know, making a mistake is one thing, making that same mistake over and over and over again. That is a learning experience that you have to try to figure out a way to conquer because that can go on for years and years and years. Right. Let's say, for example, um, you are used to in high school or let's no, let's say college, college. Right. Uh, you know, when you drink. You get a temper problem. You get angry. You start cursing. You want to fight. You want to be argumentative and, you know, things like that. Right. So let's say, you know, that when you drink and let's say you got a, a homeboy, you and you, every time you drink with your homeboy, you always say stuff to him. You always curse him out. You always want to fight him. And you realize the next day, damn, that was a mistake. I shouldn't even talk to you like that, bro. I was drinking. It was, it threw me off. I ain't going to do it again. I love you. You're my guy. You know what I'm saying? I, I was just tripping. You learn from that experience that when you drink, this is how you respond to certain things. It may be a small situation and you blow up about it. So you learn how to, okay, let me learn how to move differently. You know, let me try not to drink as heavy or at least when I drink, let me just try to, you know, get my mind to a place where I don't, I'm not like that no more. Cause I don't want to lose my friendship. But if you keep making that same mistake over and over again, you know, that's a learning experience that it's hard for you to conquer because really it's hard to stop drinking once you know that you turn to alcohol for certain things, you know, um, alcohol, just like drugs can be something that's used as a, a relaxing type of feel you use it as relax, something to relax your mind. You, you and people use it for stress. People stress out a lot, whether it be cigarettes or marijuana or any type of else that's going on or alcohol. Right? Um, some people use alcohol or drugs as um, not only relaxing or not only stressing, but as recreational. You know, just because it's Friday. Oh, I feel like I have to do this. You know, to set the tone for the weekend or something like that. Um, I've learned a lot from. You know, my experiences with uh, the drinking part of it. Um, so, you know, lately I, I've, I've, re I've really been drinking. Like, I think that uh, I know myself how I can get when drinking. I'm not saying I'm cursing or argumentative, but everybody has different reactions to how they drink, right? So, I monitor that. What is something that you monitor about yourself that you know well, if I do this, this is going to cause me to do this. You see what I'm saying? It don't, it don't have to be alcohol. It don't have to be drugs. It could be um, TV, right? What you watch. Uh, what is it on TV or, or what type of, you know, 
shows or something that you watch that you know is going to get you to be in your feelings and thinking a lot about, you know, um, there's a lot of marriage shows or there could be like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like wh what is triggers? What is triggers for you that, you know, once you see, you start to automatically think about, and once you think about it, it just takes over your mind and it becomes negative thoughts, right? And those negative thoughts bring you back to a place where you, it was a lot of hurt, a lot of pain. And it makes you feel like, damn, I shouldn't have did that. Or maybe I should have reacted differently. You see what I'm saying? I think once we bring awareness to the triggers in our life, what caused us to do certain things, right? We can take those steps towards moving forward, towards not making the same mistakes, towards embracing the life experiences, the learning experiences from these things that these choices that we made before. You know, you guys tell me, I think one of the other things that I want to talk about, you know, before we take a quick break, um, is owning up to it, right? Being mature enough to embrace the fact that this was my fault. Oftentimes, we like to place the blame on other situations, you know, other people. Well, if you wouldn't have did this to me, I wouldn't have did that. Well, if this person wouldn't have responded this way, I want to respond this way. I move how they move. You move, you show me how you move, and I'm going to move that way. All right? Um, and and, and devaluing or de taking the blame off of your part in it. Because even if a person did something to you, you have the choice to how to respond to them. Now, some people call that being petty, you know? The person did something to me, I'm going to be petty and do it back to them, you know? Um, well, one of the things that we we have to understand that we always have a choice in how we respond to certain life situations, right? Um, you know, you lose your job. You you don't got no money. You know, uh, it's, 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 you're struggling out here. You see what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, you use that as, well, man, you know, they lay me off or I ain't got no job. So I'm about to go lay up with this person and, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. I mean, I'm just using that example, but, you know, I think taking accountability is the word that I think that <clears throat> needs to be more talked about. You know, being accountable for your own actions is. It takes time to really to f fully sit down and, 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 and it's not a good feeling, you know, because, you know, we, we don't like to believe that, you know, it's our fault and it hurts knowing that, you know, the decisions that we made, you know, um, cause us to be where we are. Um, and I think that, you know, if we're being honest, the more that we're being accountable for our own actions, the lesser that stuff happens in our life that we feel like we regret, you know, the, you know, the more accountable we are and take the steps towards moving forward and not making those same decisions, we'll be, we will have a higher likelihood of having a better life. You see, getting into it with your mom because of something petty. Or, 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 you know, um, breaking up with your guy, you know, because of something that you did, but you want to bring up other instances in a relationship that caused the demise, you know, 
Um, uh, I think that one of the biggest things that I'm embracing right now in this this life and and this this age and this time is it's really my fault of everything that's going on with me right now, you know. Um, and that's personally and professionally, you know. I am the cause. I am in the control of everything that's happened to me or that's happened to me, especially recently, you know. It's easy to blame another person, you know. You need to get this in order. You need to get that in order. If you move this way, then it'd be easy for us to move this way, you know. Or, um, you know, or if you will listen to me instead of you always telling me listen to you, then we'll get farther, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, uh, owning up that, damn, sometimes, hell, even most of the time, I'll even go as far as say, damn, that all the time, it's me. It's me. I'm real proudful. Sometimes I'm real, I shut down a lot, you know, or I don't want to listen or I, I, I turn to bad triggers or I, I just tune out completely. You know, um, I don't think logically, um, you know, I, I mean, the list goes on and on. Right. Uh, and that's where I'm saying that I'm finally taking the life experiences and turning them into turning them into something that will help me have a better life moving forward because I don't want to continue continue to keep being the reason of bad things happening or bad results or losing people or losing jobs, losing finances, um, losing loved ones. You know, um, just, I don't want to keep being that issue, you know, because especially as the man, you know, um, you dictate how things go in your life, you know, with women, women, um, they, 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 they follow, they lead on the man's lead. They go off the man's lead, you know? So even if you guys are having an issue in your relationship, you know, as a man, you have to say, okay, well, what is the situation? And not only what is the situation, what did I do in this situation to cause it to be like this and take the steps to, to help moving forward with it? Because the woman is going to see that and follow your lead. Now, it could be a situation where both of y'all are wrong, you know, both of y'all are wrong. But that prideful thing in a man, that the whole demeanor about, you know, um, well, this is how I am or, you know, you're going to listen to me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that goes a long way in relationships. Right. And especially when you know it's your fault. Oh, my God. Well, you know, it's your fault. You don't want to admit that to the other person. You know, you want to deflect it as much as possible. You want to bring up old instances. You want to um, bring up topics or bring up situations that take off the attention of what you did, because what you did is really the, the bane of the problem that you guys are having. Maybe she did some things, too. But, you know, taking accountability, of what you did as a man is, is tough for men. Um, and then also, I want to say this, sometimes we expect the person that we with to just easily move forward from something that we did to them. You know, there's no timetable when a person is supposed to move on and like stuff never happened. It's always going to haunt them. We talked about triggers earlier, right? A person can have a trigger about something that's so small and it's so minute 
when you're thinking that y'all good, but to them, that's still a trigger. It's something that they're still working on. So in your mind, you're thinking like, well, damn, that happened, you know, a long time ago. Why, why are you still thinking about that? Why are you still tripping? But no, it's not. That's not how it works. We can't expect that person to automatically get things back in order mentally and emotionally, physically even with us when we cause the problem. You know, there's no timetable from that. Of course, we want it to be soon, but it can take up to however long. You just have to be patient if that's what you want to invest in. And I think that is I think that is um, is worth it to invest in, especially when the person really loves you. You know, when a person really loves you and they're investing their time in you, mistakes and all through all the BS that you put them through. I think it's worth it to invest. But like I said, oftentimes, men don't like to take accountability. And when I say man, I say me, me as well. Taking accountable of your actions is really hard. And then you go on within, um, you know, finances, you know. By nature, a man wants to feel like he take care of his his home, take care of his relationship, taking care of the you know my my family don't want to they don't need for nothing my lady my kids they don't need you know if she want to pitch in and she want to do stuff that's cool but we're you know we're a team but no man I ain't gonna say no man I want to keep it on, on on what I know myself and the man that I know you know no man wants to just lay up on a woman and she take care of him you know that 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 I know especially from you know from my understanding and how I move. It's a tough pill to swallow when you can't, as a man, get up and work and grind and, and, and you know, your lady taking care of all the bills. And, you know, that's that's a tough pill to swallow, man. You know, as a man, I have to know that I'm busting my ass every day just to make sure my, my family good, my girl is good, my kids is good, you know, my wife is good, like that just to know that that part is taken care of. Um, and that's something that I battled with for a long time, for years, um, was, you know, not knowing or, or my lady taking care of me or, uh, her having to, you know, take care of the bills because I was short this week. I mean, short this month on the bills and, uh, you know, it just could be a lot, man, as far as a man dealing with that mentally, that prideful, you know, thing. Um, so that's another thing that a, a person can look back like, man, I wish I would have did that different. I lashed out and I took it out on her when she wasn't doing nothing but just trying to help me. You know, she was just trying to be there for me and be supportive. But my mentality is that, you know, I'm messing up. You know, I don't have the money. I don't have the job that I want. I don't have the resources that I have. I, you know, I don't have the things that I want to be the man that I want to be. So I take it out on the person that's closest to me, you know. And with that, that can become, you know, being distant, right? Being closed minded. Um, you know, um, just different things, different situations, right? That's something that we can look back on and say, man, I wish I would have did that differently. So that's what we're saying. We're asking today, man, I'm about to take a quick break. What is something that you wish you could have did differently in your past that you look back at? It's like, man, I wish I would have moved different with that. That's affecting your future right now or affecting how you move right now. You know, um, it can be finances. You know, with the bread, like the money we just talking about, it could be relationships. It could be family, you know, disconnect between you and your mom, your pops, your kids, your uncles, your aunties, whatever. Anything. Take a quick break, man. 
We'll give you that back. Yes, sir. What's up, good guys? You know, it's Reggie Moon 4, man. Just want to thank you guys for tuning in once again. Be sure you hit that subscribe button from wherever you're listening to. That's the Non-Society Podcast. Also, check out the Thinking Outside the Box Podcast. That's T-O-T-B underscore show on YouTube. And on the Indie TV Network, it's the Thinking Outside the Box. Be sure you like, comment, subscribe. Tell your friend, tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell another friend. And make sure you tell a friend, tell a auntie, all right? Love y'all, man. Back at it. Okay, so yeah, we back at it, guys. Thank you for again tuning into the Non-Society Podcast. We are talking about... What are some decisions or choices you made in your past that's affecting how you move right now, affecting how you know your future holds and things like that, right? Uh, we talked about in the first segment, we talked about things with finances, we talked about things with relationships, right? Things that can kind of hold a lot of value to us that we wish we could have did better or made better decisions, right? Um, I also want to talk about is like, um, okay, so... Let's talk about, you know, the things that causes us to, you know, um, to get money, you know, you know, as far as hanging around the wrong crowd. You know, sometimes when you were youth or when you're in your younger years, you know, you hang around certain people, you know, make those decisions, hang around them and then end up getting in trouble that's going to affect you for a long down the road. You know what I'm saying? I know a partner of mine. Um, got in some trouble from hanging around the wrong crowd, you know, and he didn't do anything wrong, but because he was with those people, he got, you know, convicted of murder, you know what I'm saying? And he didn't know anything that was, he didn't know, any, you know, the people that he was hanging around was going to go in there and shoot those people like that. He was just, you know, hanging with them, kicking with them, you know? Uh, but because he was with them, you know, he was all lumped into that whole situation. So now, you know, that he's back home, you know, he did a little time, but now that decision to hang around those guys, you know, for whatever reason it was, I mean, it could have been because they was cool or because of, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? They played ball together, whatever, but the decision that he made to hang around those guys, he had to spend some time in prison for something that he didn't do, right? And now that's affecting his future a little bit because it's really hard to find um, employment, not I mean, you can find employment, but to find sustainable employment um, with a background, with a criminal background, the system makes it extremely difficult right now. Um, it could be a situation where you're very educated, you know, college degrees, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not saying that the college degree is something that's, um, you know, you look down upon if you don't have. That's another topic. We were just talking about that on the uh, last show as well. But let's say you have everything going for you, smart, articulate, you know got a lot of degrees and cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and you make a decision to hang around someone that, you know, to, to, to your blind eyes is cool, but something happens and now the next five, 10 years you're spending in prison and it affects your future now moving forward, right? So what are some decisions that you make, choices that you made that, you know, affects how you move, right? Let's talk about even uh, medically, you know, um, not medically, well, you know what I mean. So when I say medically, I'm like the physical aspect, right? If we're being real, laying down with someone unprotected, you know, having unprotected sex, it may feel good in a moment, something to do, you know, uh, you, you're searching for the feeling. So you make that the choice, that decision right there at that moment, I'm going to do this. No, not thinking of the long-term effect. Now, I'm not saying that's all the time because sometimes, I'll even say most of the time when you uh, have unprotected sex, it's definitely a gamble. Um, but you know, 
most of the time stuff, you know, nothing really happens. But there are a lot of times where it do happen. Where a person can catch a disease, get AIDS, um, get pregnant, uh, get sick. You know what I'm saying? Things that we don't really take the time to really evaluate in the moment, but we make the decision. And now we have to, it affects our lives, right? It affects the rest of our, how we move. It affects the decisions we make moving forward, you know? Um, I keep going back to the thing on Sidebox Podcast because there's something I said on one of the shows with um, the ladies from Council of the Council. And, you know, we was talking about how we like to deflect, uh, talking about the disconnect between the youth and the older guy, other older generation. We like to deflect, put all the attention, all the blame on the youth, right? As far as what they're doing, uh, as far as being reckless, just ha- having sex with multiple people and having unprotected sex and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's the older people too, you know, it's the people that's in their thirties and forties, you know? And the point I made is that uh, a guy can go over a chick crib and, you know, plan to have sex with her, have the condom in his pocket, and still have unprotected sex with her, you know? And that's just a choice. That's a decision that he made that he's not thinking is going to affect him long-term, but he did it anyway. Now, you know, like I said, it's not guaranteed that something's going to happen or, um, you know, he's going to catch a disease or anything like that or get, you know, pregnant or whatever like that, but it's a gamble, right? The decisions that we make sometimes, oftentimes, hell, uh, is risky and we don't take the time to really do our due diligence and things like that. You know, so if we stick with that same instance, like, you know, a guy comes over, ladies, let's say a guy come over and he brings a condom. Well, hell, you got the condom. I mean, let's say you, you got the condom ready for, you know, and things get heated, you know, so y'all start vibing, kissing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Next thing you know, you, you had the condom ready to give it to him. Now you say, fuck that condom. You know what I'm saying? And that's just a normal, that's the norm for people nowadays. And that's not even the norm. Not saying that's just for younger people, the younger generation. No, that's 40, 50 years old people are here doing that. You know what I'm saying? So that's a, that's, that's a culture thing. That's not a generational thing. That's a culture. You know, people have been doing it and are still doing it. So at some point, we have to get to a point where, okay, well, like we talked about in the first segment, learning experience, right? Yeah, you dodged that bullet the first time. Even the first couple of times. Hell, shit. You probably dodged it five, ten years. You've probably been doing reckless, having reckless sex with people all over the world for ten years, dodging the bullet, right? But is that really a learning experience? Because it's not a learning experience until something bad happens, until there's turmoil, until there's a, a conflict. And so that's, that's when you have to be like, damn, this shit really happened to me. I got to learn how to move now because I don't want it to happen again. I've been doing this for 10 years and I ain't never catch nothing. Now I'm cost something. Now I'm learning now. You see what I'm saying? So it's different areas that you can look at. It's like, what can I do better to not make the same mistakes moving forward? You know, nobody wants to be labeled as a, a stereotype, you know, a hoe, a thought. Uh, you know, uh, what's the other word they use? Hell no. Um, <laughs> you know, just the, the the word, you know, saying the, the categorization that people put you in. Nobody wants to be labeled. You know, nobody wants to to feel a certain way because of the mistakes they made in the, in the past, because that's exactly what it is, especially if you know it's something that you don't want to do, that you don't want to have the negative um, results from. Right. You want you want to use these as life lessons. You know, myself included, man, I wish 
I would have made. Oh my God. I, I, man, look, I got so many, man. So many. If I could turn back the hands of time, I would do some, a lot of things, a lot of things different, man. Uh, but we all know that we can't do that. So now it's like, what can we do to prevent it from happening again? What can we do? At what age, whatever age you at right now, you just listening, what can you do right now moving forward? to prevent whatever happened to you in the past, with all the decisions made, you made in the past, the choices, the, you know, all the stuff you made in the past that made you feel a certain way or may affect you moving forward right now or in the future. What can you do to make sure that shit don't happen again? Because it's easy to tell a person what they shouldn't do or what's best not to do. Doing it is the problem. Doing it is what's, is, is, is the battle, right? Having somebody that's going to hold you accountable, having, you know, your homeboy, having your girl, having your parents, you know, uh, hell, sometimes even having your kids, you know, to hold you accountable. Mom, you know, you ain't supposed to be doing that now. You know, come on, dad. You know, we said we was going to get this weight off. You know, you can't be eating that. You know, come on, mom. You know, I know you say you you want to stop drinking and stop smoking cigarettes. You know, come on. I want you to, you know, having somebody in your corner that's going to do that. I think that's a big thing that we don't. You know, especially men, women too, but that pride aspect, you know, we don't want to let people inside of our circle to know our issues because once they know our issues, we feel like we're going to be judged even by the closest people to us. And that's a scary people. I mean, that's a scary thought to be judged by the people that's closest to you. It really don't give a damn about the people who you don't, they, they, um, don't know you because, you know, you, you don't know me. You know, I don't really give a damn what you think. But the people that you confide into, the people that you trust, with your, 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 your flaws and the things that you're going through to be judged by them, that's a terrible feeling. And I think that's another reason why people, a lot of people don't vent to people or don't turn to people to, you know, utilize that um, being accountable part because nobody wants to be judged. Uh, we're judging ourselves already, knowing there's something that we're not supposed to do, but we're doing it anyway to satisfy a, a fleshly desire, you know, drinking, smoking, sex. Sex is a trigger. Sex is addiction, you know, stuff that, you, you you turn to out of like I said you turn to out of out of stress or to just to get a good high or good feeling you know um, that's a, that's a, that's something that we face with a lot especially in our society no matter the generation no matter the age it's a culture thing you know um, so you guys tell me man I'm I'm, I'm sorry I'm really, I'm not even really looking at the chat tonight it's just me just talking to you guys just. You know, really talking to you and talking to myself, you know, because this is, you know, the society isn't about, it's about all of us. It's just not about me talking to y'all. It's about me, you know, exposing and talking about the things that's going on in the world that'll help you, that'll help me, that'll help my children, help your children, help the strangers that's in the street, the people that's listening all over the world, right? We're all in this together. There's no big eyes or little use. I'm not above none of you. You guys are not, not above any of me. We all make mistakes. We all try to learn from them. At least that's the goal, right? That's, at least that's the goal. We try to make it the goal. Um, so, I don't know. I, I feel like life lessons are supposed to be something that we try to build off of, you know. And even at 35 years old, myself, I'm still, y'all. I'm still trying to learn certain things, man. I wish I could be perfect and sit up here and tell you guys that I don't make the same mistakes that I used to when I was 25. For the most part, I don't. But I still make decisions that I was like, damn, bro, what the f Like, what a, What you on, man? You know what I'm saying? And there's no timetable when that's, you're supposed to click into it and get it together. 
You see what I'm saying? There was a misconception that I spoke about um, on one of the other shows. I think it was um, it may it probably was the it probably was this show or TOTB, but um, he was talking about marriage and things like that and relationships, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, I mentioned how I was married before and things like that. And then there was a misconception going around that I don't want to be married again. That's not what I said, you know. I'm not saying I don't want to get married again. I definitely do want to get married again. You know, um, I just thought I was just using my prior experience of marriage to dictate how I move forward. You know, and I think that you know the young lady had a a a good point about sometimes you know when people are in marriages they rush into marriages for the wrong reasons, and then when they get out of it they they so vulnerable you know, that they run back into and get into something real quick. You see what I'm saying? So my point of saying that and, and was uh, addressing that is that I never said I didn't want to get married again. I absolutely, I absolutely do, you know, um, and I value, I value what it means. You see what I'm saying? Um, I just know that, you know, it, it had to be right. And I was man enough and I'm still man enough to realize like and, and admit what we talked about earlier, right? Accountability. A lot of it was my fault, you know? My relationship was my fault, you know? Why it didn't work or the, the conflict that came with it. It was it was me, you see what I'm saying? Um, I think that most of the times when we talk about what we did wrong, it helps us move forward and it helps the other person move forward. You know, it was me, you know? And if I'm saying that about myself and then the other person saying that about themselves, it starts to bring about like, okay, well, we're fixing us, you know, we're fixing us. Um, and that's the hard part, you know, that's the hard part of understanding that fixing yourself is, is hard, but you need a, you need someone to help you with it because you can't do it on your own, you know? And then when we're talking about, let's say we're still talking about the decisions that we regret, right? Um, I know that in particular, I really wish I would have listened more to my mom, man. You know, um, my mom was super dope, man. And she used to tell me a lot of things. And she used to always tell me she loved me. I always was, you know, uh, real, like, emotional, you know, uh, which was weird for me because my mom was the, if anybody knew my mom, man, she was she's very funny. You know, she was the life of the party. But my mom was tough, man. My mom was tough. You know what I'm saying? In the streets. She went for no nonsense. You know, she was rolling with them, 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 them boys. You know what I'm saying? She was with the gang shit, all that, you know. Um, but she was a sweetheart. Her family loved her. Her brothers loved her. Man, so it's like everybody, all her friends loved her. So I think when I came, she became a little, you know, more attentive to me and becoming a mom and embracing that. So I used to throw that away like that. Like I didn't really embrace it and and I took advantage of it, basically, is what I'm saying, man. I wish I would have made better decisions with, you know, sitting with my mom, telling her I loved her, you know, like she used to tell me she loved me every day. And, you know, I just, those are things that I look back on, like, man, I wish I would have changed because now looking back on it, you know, that's something that I want to do, you know. Uh, I, I wish that I can, you know, tell a woman, that I love, I love every day, you know, and, and not feel a way about it, you know, that it's not going to be reciprocated. Uh, 
And that's what we need to do a lot with our family and our friends. You know, call them and tell them how you feel. You know, don't just rely on them to think that, that oh, you should know how I feel or you should know what's up. Nah, man, we, you know, words of affirmation is, is, is something that needs to be done a lot, especially in relationships. You know, I always tell them, you know, but you, you're doing your thing. You know, I'm proud of you. You know, I love you. Or, you know, sometimes that's worth more than money. Um, most times that's worth more than gifts, you know, is, 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 is hearing that affirmation and being reaffirmed that, you know, you, I love you. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a watered down phrase that people use a lot. And I think that needs to be more highlighted in these relationships. One of the people that I know, uh, um, him and his situation with his wife, uh, you know, he, he feels like he needs to, um, you know, tell her that he loves her more. And he feels like the only reason he said that is because he feels like she's pulling away from him emotionally. She don't really confide in him like she used to. So I think that he's where he's realizing like, okay, maybe I need to stop what I'm doing stop being so busy. Hey, babe, you good. I love you. Everything. Okay. You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, like I said, women rely on men to, to lead. And that could be conversation. That could be sex. That could be with the finances. That could be anything. You know what I'm saying? And then when we're talking about the youth, you know, and, and the decisions that they made that they regret, you know, <clears throat> social media is so is taking over the world, man. So what, what, the, what people see on social media, they rely on that. That's their God. That's their way of interacting. That's their way of being cool. If you see something cool on social media, it's going to trend. You know, if you see your guys and your homies, you know what I'm saying? doing something on social media, you see your girls, you know, doing something on social media or y'all, you got to practice something like that. That's what takes over. But oftentimes we don't think logically about the people we hang around with. And not only that, we don't think logically about um, us devoting our time to them. Everybody don't deserve your time. Everybody don't deserve to be in your space. You see what I'm saying? Your, your, your space and your time is precious. It's quality. You know, um, I'm realizing that too, you know, everybody not deserve, ain't, everybody ain't, ain't meant to be in your space, you know, stop giving people your space and your time who don't deserve that. They, Cause they're not on the same mind field that you are. They're not, they not going in the right direction that you're going and that can throw you off and that can set you back some years talking about making bad decisions or bad, bad choices that affects your lifetime, being around the wrong person for five, 10 years out of friendship and loyalty, knowing that that person isn't moving in the same direction for you can throw you back the same years. You know, you got to be a little bit mindful of that. And that's something that I'm learning too. knowing who's in my circle, knowing who I can trust, knowing who's moving in the right direction, knowing who got the best for me and in in, in my, you see what I'm saying? Who's going to hold me accountable, who I'm going to hold accountable, you know, um, things like that. So we're talking about it. We're talking about, you know, the decisions that we have to make moving forward. We're talking about uh, not, you know, just embracing the accountability part. You see what I'm saying? Uh, especially with finances and being able to save money. God, I wish, I wish I would have saved money. God, like I, that's one of the things, that's really one of the things that I want to highlight about is uh, saving money, you know, building my credit score. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Um, not being in situations that have caused me to have a criminal a criminal background, you know, being more cognizant of the people I'm around, you know, uh, telling the people I love them all the time or not doing dumb decisions 
to make a person stop talking to me or, or break up with me or see, you know what I'm saying? These are things that God, I wish that I would have made better decisions with, man. And it's, it's affecting. It, it can be real affecting, but you can't let it kill you. You can't. It's easy to, it's real easy to let it kill you. And, and it's real, it feels real easy to be defeated, but you can't do it, man. I've always been behind the ball. I've always been down. I've always been down there. I know what it is to be to the bottom. You know, I know what it is to be down there, through it all, you know, I mean, everything, anything you can think of, I've been there. And um, I just know what's down there and I never want to get back down there. Now, I might get hit in the jaw and get all the way down there a little bit. But as soon as I even see a glimpse of being down there, I got to slap myself in the face and get back up, man. And that's what this show is about, is always having a platform, always being able to talk to other people and have a... a, a um, a way of connecting with people that's been there too, you know, people that's been through drug abuse or sex abuse or, or, or financial problems or heartbreak a lot or dealing with situations with your kids where you can't talk to them or they can't talk to you, you know, um, going from job to job to job, living paycheck to paycheck to paycheck, man. And hell, sometimes even that's not enough, you know what I'm saying? Um, trying to find ways to start your own business, to start residual income. You know, looking back at where are you, where are you at now? Like, I'm 40 years old and I ain't never got married or I ain't never had kids or, you know, I'm, I'm et cetera years old and I've never been in a sustainable relationship. Or, man, I really had me a good girl, really had me a good guy and I fucked it up. Or, man, maybe it was a situation where if I really would have listened to him and stayed in school, I could have been so further off right now. If I really would have stuck to my first thought and stayed in my trade, I would have been in a job that I love instead of a job that I hate just to pay some bills, just to take care of this, just take care of that. You see what I'm saying? Learning from my mistakes and turn them into learning and life lessons instead of staying down in our situation. Okay, y'all. So I've been rambling a lot, man. Uh, like I said, this has been one of those shows where I'm just really just talking to you guys, just talking in general, talking to you, talking to myself, talking to you know, the mass is about things that we can do to try to prevent things that's happened in the past, changing our thought process about what we did in the past. And, you know, the, the things that we said to people, the things that we did to people that, that hurt them, man, that hurt them. Situations that we passed on life that was great. I'm talking about a great opportunity that just came in your life, a great job, a great um, um, promotion or a great opportunity to travel. Right. A great, a great, you know what I'm saying, instance where, you know, if I really take this lick, if I really take this opportunity, it could take me, it could take off. You know what I'm saying? Going into a situation where I met a great woman, a great woman, and I messed it up. You see what I'm saying? Like these are things that we have to understand and take accountability on that. Yeah, it happened. And yeah, it hurts. And it hurts bad and it feels like a death. But we can't keep making the same mistakes, man. At some, at some point, where do we snap into it and say, okay, goddammit, enough is enough, man. Enough is enough. I can't do it no more. I don't want the, shit, the same shit to keep happening to me. I don't. But the, the problem is that we, we try to do it by ourselves. Once we realize we don't want it to keep happening, we want to make different thoughts and different decisions. We try to put all of our efforts on doing it ourselves, and that's just impossible, man. We need a support system. We need to get a prayer life. We need to 
be around people that's going to hold us accountable. We need to um, have a plan. We and, and of course, things are going to come where it's going to derail that plan. It's going to, you know, throw us off course, but always getting back on it. You see what I'm saying? Somebody knock you off a bike and you scraped your knee and it hurt. Man, that shit hurt. It hurt a lot. But I still got somewhere to go. I'm getting back on my bike and I'm going to keep pedaling. You see what I'm saying? That's the mindset that we got to have. That's the mindset that I got to have. That's the mindset that you got to have. You know what I'm saying? Life is not easy and we're going to make bad decisions in life that's going to fuck us up moving forward. But we got to keep pedaling, man. We got to keep pedaling. So um, we're going to get ready to sign off, man. Like I said, uh, be sure you hit that subscribe button. Uh, check out the website, et cetera, et cetera, man. I hope you guys took something from what I said today. I'm sorry we've been taking the last couple shows off. Like I said, man, it's been rough. A lot of different things been going on, man, but I'm just trying to adjust and get back into it right now. Um, but it's all love, man. So with that being said, you know, we got to get the outro. Stay tuned. again man what can i say i want to thank everybody for tuning in for the quick show we had just talking about some stuff man and just really getting some stuff going on out that's off my chest and just talking about what's going on in the world and our mindsets and how we can change and move things different right be sure you hit that subscribe button man tell a friend tell a friend about the show check out the tltv show also on youtube and the indie tv network right Life is about the decisions that we make, man. The reality is we choose our destiny by the choices we make. Please make the right choices out here, y'all. You know, and if you don't make the right choices, strive to not make the same choices that you did that causes bad things to happen, man. Make you lose people, lose situations, lose finances, etc. Shout out to the 20, man. It's always, always, always a bad feeling when you feel like there's a situation out there that you just missed. Forever, ever, was always love. From Doherty to 20, next time, y'all. From the N-A-S-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y.